0: Hey guys, welcome to Zulfi's Tech Podcast. This is the first ever episode and uh, it has had a few delays, but um, I'm back on track. And uh, for the first episode, I have a guest star who is none other than uh, my startup's co-founder, Tula, which I will tell you more about in another episode. Uh, So um, for now, uh, Abhishek, do say hi. Uh,
1: Hey guys, and uh, thanks for having me here, Zul. So, yeah, what do you want to talk about today?
0: So, um, as you would know, uh, Microsoft had this huge event this week, and um, it was quite a surprise because, um, honestly, we didn't know what Microsoft is actually going to do apart from releasing some updates of their Windows 10 or Surface lineup. Um, but, However, this time around, it's a, it's a huge event. In fact, I would say they had a much better event than um, Apple's event, uh, Apple's even just felt like a normal, you know, product update and that's about it. So um first thing up is um as I would as I could see, it's called um they, they have few products now. So they got Surface Pro um seven, they have Surface Pro X, which is a ARM based um laptop which is a first for Microsoft and um it runs on their own uh, customized chip. Um so, what are your thoughts on the Surface lineup itself for now?
1: So, you know, like if you take the Surface uh, lineup like a year or a year and a half back, you know they had products which are not that exciting. You know they had foldable laptops, and you know they they were coming up with innovations, but you know not as much. Yeah. Uh, but if you t- see in today's space, uh, they are launching the Surface Neo, the foldable phone, and yeah, they have launched the new Surface Buds also, yeah. which are, which are pretty cool actually. They look weird, but they, they feel really good on your ears. They look
0: like buttons on your
1: ears. <laughs> yeah, true, but they... And, you know, they have been coming up with new things in their lineup also. Yeah. So, yeah. the Surface uh, Pro headphones, you mm-hmm. know. That's a new for Microsoft, you know, that's a new space. But yeah. they have been doing headphones before. Yeah, you know, they were not that serious yeah, before. Is, yeah. And, you know, for being a new entry in the space, they have done a good, pretty good job with the phone. That's what I feel. The Surface Neo, you know, that has a more convincing foldable platform, if you ask me. Sorry, sorry. Uh, it doesn't have to do anything with the, you know, the plastic screen, you know. Exactly. It doesn't burn. It, you know, it, yeah. uh, it has its own pros. Exactly. If I had $2,000 and if I had to make a decision between Galaxy Fold or <laughs> Surface Neo, you know what I would pick. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. So, um, the good thing about... um the duo, as especially the, the bigger one, is that it runs on a very custom-made um, Windows. It's not really custom-made, but they're, they're calling it another shell. And um, they're calling it um, 10X, which gives um, this kind of lineup uh, sort of like a platform. So from w- what I can see here is that um, basically it, it is for devices that are dual screen and run with Intel processors. And um, that's about it. But you can't really upgrade your PC to 10x and all. It's it's only for um, dual screen displays. Um, and um, the sad thing about this dual screen um, stuff from Microsoft is that it's not going to be available to any one of us until next year, 2020, which is a shitty part because um, we c- we cannot we cannot even see um, how they are trying to build this. So. That that is my thoughts on um, the whole surface Neo and Dio, mm-hmm. um, but I gotta say that the Neo actually looks more promising to me because of uh, the Android that it runs. So, do you think this is something Microsoft should have done from day one when they wanted to be in mobile phones? Uh,
1: you know, from I would rather see this from you know Android's point of view because. Uh, this is not the first foldable phone that's coming with Android. The Galaxy Fold was the first as we all know. Mm-hmm. But if you see for the next year's launches, okay, there are a lot of phones that are need to be launched. That's the LG G eight X, that's the folding mm-hmm. phone yeah, from yeah. LG. Yeah. So I'm more excited about how Android is gonna view the foldable phone OS, you know. Mm-hmm. I wanna see how they are gonna, you know, custom make uh, Android for foldable phones. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't make sense when you have two screens and yet you run the same OS as just a single screen phone mm-hmm. because there are not much benefits you are getting yeah, agreed, yeah. so what i would like to see and it's good that it's launching next year because mm-hmm. b- hopefully by then android you know they can make some changes mm-hmm. only for the foldable screen I see. but i totally don't see the the neo or the duo to be a replacement for an ipad or mm-hmm. even a laptop for example you know this I not see. a work based phone okay. Uh, if you ask me, still I would say this is more like a gimmick, you know. It doesn't make sense for me yet, <laughs> but let's see how it goes from here.
0: All right. So for me, I feel that um, actually um, I would rather buy this kind of um, products because um, for me it's more about um, do I need to have four products to run something or do I just need one product? And I think um, when that kind of question arises, I feel like I'd rather have just one product that does almost everything right like at one instance it's a tablet at the other instance it's a phone so like um that kind of versatility you know is something that um i rather pay f- more um, so like when the galaxy fold came out um i was actually really hyped even though i'm not a not an android fanboy i'm, <laughs> more, of a, I'm more of an am more of a apple sheep um but i was really excited because it showed that there is a huge possibility here that um, if you just unfold a screen into tablet, you could do a lot of other things. You can literally make it your workstation, and honestly speaking, um, I've been using the iPad and the phone, iPhone for a very long time, and sometimes I don't even carry my MacBook, because my iPad does most of the stuff, so it makes my iPad and my Mac more like worthless, um, but still, I need some applications on my Mac, so, um, yeah, I, I can't give up my Mac yet. So, <clears throat> I want to know, wh- what do you think about the earbuds? Because you have a, I mean, you, you bought a Sony earphones instead of the Surface earphones, And uh, that was a surprise for me because I thought you're more inclined to get that. So, tell me about the earbuds. Are you going to actually buy it? Uh,
1: so, for me, uh, buying a high-end earphone, uh, my headphone costs $500 and up, uh, Singapore dollars. So... You know, in that price point, if you actually see the Microsoft Surface, they were actually a bit cheaper. Mm -hmm. So, for me, uh, but what I see the Microsoft Surface as, it's more like a corporate earphone, you know. The design is very subtle Mm -hmm. and, you know, it doesn't, you know, flash a lot, okay. Mm -hmm. So, it's on your ear, it's comfortable.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, The sound quality isn't the best, but, you know, Mm -hmm. you can live with it. Mm -hmm. You can definitely live with it. It's Mm -hmm. decent. Mm -hmm. But what... Uh, it lacked the most was the bling, the Sony or wow. the, you know, the sound quality yeah, the Sony had, you know, oh, yeah, the, the base, app right? wasn't that great, mm-hmm. the bass wasn't that great, mm-hmm. you know, so I obviously had to go for the Sony when mm-hmm. it comes for headphones, but if maybe, maybe if I was on the corporate side, maybe mm-hmm. if I'm a regular nine to five worker, mm-hmm. I might choose the Surface Pro over the Sony, but mm-hmm. you know, that's still a chance, uh, there's a high chance I'll go for the Sony even then, mm-hmm. because even the Sonys look more subtle. Uh, mm-hmm. then the uh, say the beats solo mm-hmm. and uh, all the other noise canceling earphones and i have a question for you okay so if you see now uh, the microsoft surface they have created almost like an environment of devices mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so the surface headphones the laptop the phone mm-hmm. now yes. so what i feel is like it's almost like the uh, apple's path okay <laughs> so <laughs> so would you consider moving from an all apple configuration mm-hmm. to maybe the microsoft environment because the latest one, if you see, mm-hmm. if you ask me, I think it would be more productive than an Apple product. Sure. Because, the, you know, as a fellow, I, I used to be an Apple phone boy, I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. But the problem for me was, you know, it was not that versatile, oh, yes. you know, yeah. I if I created a document mm-hmm. with pages, I yeah. can't share it with anyone else, yeah, yeah. but other Mac users, yeah, you know, but Windows, you know, solves that problem. Yeah. Everyone has Word, okay, yeah. so... Mm-hmm. From an Apple fanboy's point of view, would you ever consider switching to the Microsoft Surface uh, environment?
0: So um, that's a very good question. Um, in fact, I've actually asked myself if I would um, ever actually switch from um, from Apple to Android or anything. Um, i got to say, I, I really have to applaud Microsoft here because like... Um, I've never been very interested in any Microsoft products until like the Surface showed up. And um, in fact, when I was about to replace my laptop, um, the only contenders that I had be- uh, to choose between was a Surface Pro and a MacBook Pro. Um, and at the point of time, because MacBook, <laughs> MacBook Pro was giving me a good <laughs> discount. Man. Like seriously, Apple was like, here's $150. Uh, this is your student discount. Use it. Buy Mac. And I'm like, Okay. That's the case, I'll get a Mac. Um, but right now, I think um, the tables might have turned because uh, I'm actually secretly rooting for Microsoft to win. Um, because I, I feel like they, they really have started focusing a lot on the hardware. And um, a good quote, actually, by Satya Nadella was he, he actually recoded it from another guy, Alan Key. Um, and he said, um, I'm probably going to paraphrase, um, he said, if you're serious about your software, you will make, you will be serious about your hardware, okay. and yeah, I think, that um, and that's the direction I think Microsoft is heading, and if they actually prove themselves to be as good as Apple, um, yeah, I think I wouldn't mind switching. I mean, there's the earbuds now, there's this um, laptop now, there's the phone now, and I think there's no other reason for me to not jump. Maybe the only thing that they're missing is a smartwatch, <laughs> but. Um, yeah. I guess um, if they want to revive their Microsoft band, then um, th- that's the whole deal, man. I, I-, I don't but see myself stopping.
1: in case they are reviving, they need to be totally sure about it this time because they, yeah. they don't have any chances to mess yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. But,
0: um, but then I was reading this article from, I'm not sure what the Verge or something, um, and they were saying that uh, Microsoft is really not so serious about um, their software bring, being everywhere, right? And, um, and I think the phone really shows it off. Right. Um, they actually partnered with Google, and Google sent out a message, which literally translated as, "Hey, uh, we won." So mm-hmm. take a seat. <laughs> so um, I, I I think um, if if that's how Microsoft is gonna be, then um, yeah, good for them. Because even their chief product officer was like, "You see, I can't go and rebuild the whole you know store again because most of the apps that anyone wants now is from Android." And even if you're using a Microsoft device, I don't think you're going to the Microsoft Store anymore. You're probably going to like Chrome uh, or you're downloading it from, I don't know, like other places. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a good step forward for Microsoft, man, and uh, yeah, I will consider buying.
1: But one thing I'm really happy about this time Mm -hmm. is they didn't make the mistake of, you know, creating another Windows OS for your phones. They finally sure. turned up to Android, which yeah. is a great deal. You know, if you ask me, that's that's the game changer this time.
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: Just imagine another Surface <laughs> phone yeah, with Windows OS. It's going <laughs> to be Nokia all over again. <laughs> so, you know, even Nokia has been doing pretty well since yeah. their yeah. launch in 2015 and 16. Absolutely. Even though they're not going in the high-end market, yeah, yeah. you know, in the low-end and the yeah. mid-segment, they're doing pretty well, yeah, if you ask well, me.
0: Yeah, in fact, I've seen a lot of people buying Nokia now mm-hmm. over... Xiaomi or uh, Huawei devices yeah, and there are
1: reasons behind yeah. it you know Nokia has had its reputation yeah. until it used Microsoft OS <laughs> yeah, Windows OS <laughs> on its phone. so you know when you come yeah. to Android the for the developers from mm-hmm. the developers point of view mm-hmm. there's so much you can work with okay mm-hmm. there are so much communities there are so many forums okay there, there are millions and millions of tools to download and you know to make Android apps okay but it's not the same for Windows mm-hmm, so okay. you need to have at least an intermediate amount of skills to, you know, Agreed. write a Microsoft app and, yeah. you know, to convert it into an OS
0: yeah.
1: with a little computing power.
0: Okay. Exactly.
1: So that's a, you know, that's not the most ideal case if you would ask Agreed. me.
0: Agreed. Agreed. And I remember uh, if you wanted to actually build a Microsoft app, you actually had to code it in C-sharp, which was weird Because Correct. Apple was using C++, now it's CIF. Um, Android was using Java. And I was like, you could have chosen one of these languages. Mm-hmm. You have to go all the way to c sharp, Correct. Right? And um, that transition, because I'm pretty sure the code really varies across these languages, right? Mm-hmm. As a coder, you know uh, so
1: Definitely. It, right. And if you see now, even the iOS and Android platforms, yeah. uh, they are kind of merging in, man. So yeah. there are new Flutter, languages. Right? Flutter. Flutter is a good one. There's a Flutter. There's Xamarin forms. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they are like cross-platform. Uh, yeah. Coding languages now. Exactly. Which you can use to build. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the world is moving on and I thank God for, you know, you know, letting Microsoft know that nobody wants to use my uh, Windows OS on a phone. Agree,
0: Agreed. Yeah.
1: Because my first phone ever, mm-hmm. yeah, this is a small story, the first phone I had was a Nokia Lumia 5.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah.
1: That was the <laughs> cheapest phone I could <laughs> buy. And... For some reason, I f- found the name Lumia pretty cool. Oh, yeah, for yeah,
0: sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, I bought that phone. And
0: it used to be so colorful, right? Like it used every to be, yeah,
1: it was super colorful yeah. that, and it was so vibrant. That yeah. was like every teenager's dream to buy that agreed. phone. Agreed, agreed, yeah. Yeah, it, was, it went from Samsung Champ yeah. to Nokia Lumia. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, I bought that phone and my friend had an equivalent Android that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a Galaxy S3. Oh, wow. But that's, yeah,
0: that's, that's a first phone. Yeah, the
1: first phone. Yeah. First Galaxy.
0: So, mm-hmm.
1: proper Galaxy, if yeah. you would ask me. So... Once that released, and I checked both of them, he had, like, 20,000 games on his phone. <laughs> and the only game I had was something close to Brick Breaker on oh my BlackBerry. Oh the options were so less. I had all the productivity tools. I had PowerPoint. I had Word. I had everything that yeah. a teenager doesn't need.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And when they had that Xbox app, I thought that was a game changer for Microsoft. Mm-hmm. But uh, I realized they didn't utilize it much.
1: They didn't utilize it much, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. like. You know, I would not introduce Xbox on a phone. <laughs> you know, that would be disappointing. You know that's going to be turned out to be a failure. Exactly. Yeah, that's the route to failure when you introduce Xbox on a phone. <laughs> like,
0: agreed, agreed. Yeah.
1: Like, even Sony, Xperia didn't have a PS app They did, they did. Um, they did.
0: They did. They had a
1: phone. They had a phone. Yeah. But what my, my point of view is, they used it to yeah. access your PS4. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, they didn't. You know, portray the phone as a mini PS4. Uh-huh. That's not a PSP. Yeah. You know, the phone w- had an app that can access the PS4. Mm-mm-mm. You know, okay. yeah. even that idea was a failure at one point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, I it's a really good thing that Microsoft decided to move on mm-hmm. to you know, uh, Android and not stick to Windows OS anymore. Yeah.
0: Um. So, let me ask you a question. Like, so under Satya Nadella, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And you have seen so much of changes in, mm-hmm. in the way that uh, Microsoft is doing business now. Correct. So do you think that mm-hmm. it is possible, in le- let's say, in the next couple of years, mm-hmm. that um, the innovators are most probably going to be Microsoft?
1: Yeah. Uh, see, from the path they're traveling in right now, mm-hmm. they I'm pretty sure they're going to be a tough competition to beat in here. Let it be Apple. Let it be Google. <laughs> Uh, all the major tech brands, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you know, even Google is into hardware now. Yeah, so they are with the but Google, but they're, not serious, you know? they're not, not serious. They're not serious. They're just hanging around. Yeah. But you know, you know, it makes sense for them. Mm-hmm. If, if they were in the hardware field, uh, that would completely change the game. If Agreed. they were serious with it, you know, yeah. the you know the Google Nest Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. they're building up their own, you know, sort of different network. ecosystem. Yeah, ecosystem. Yeah. Their ecosystem yeah. is totally different. Mm-hmm. So for Windows, if and Microsoft as a whole, if mm-hmm. you see right now. They have the potential to be the next Mac environment. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah There absolutely. are lots of people who yeah. have everything Mac. AirPods, yeah, you know, Apple Watch,
0: mm-hmm. you know. Take me. <laughs> yeah, take you, for example.
1: <laughs> anything that Apple releases, they are on the line. Yeah. So I can see Microsoft mm-hmm. to be that in the future.
0: Yeah, and um, like when, they, when Samsung launched Note 10, um, mm-hmm. one of the key features was not the camera or anything. It was basically you connecting your phone to Windows. Correct. Okay. And uh, that literally became like, hey, you don't need to um, own the, you don't you know have the to.
1: the phone f- has the computing power. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's what I hate about Apple. Most of the time, <laughs> you, don't get me wrong, but know, most but of the time, their hardware is so underpowered. Even you know that. Yeah. So, but I their buy phones, a But phone, their
0: phones are different.
1: Their phones, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, their phones, I their buy Their phones powered.
0: are overpowered and their laptops are underpowered.
1: Exactly. That's so the I buy shitty a MacBook. So say that's $2,000, $2,500. Yes. If I had an equivalent in a Windows PC, okay, I can probably go for something like Alienware yeah. or, you know, ROG and, and or your, something like that.
0: your Intel processor will be i9 and... i9
1: uh, or i7 high version. Exactly. Okay. And I'm still stuck with like you know the High basic five. yeah the coffee lake <laughs> <laughs> the coffee lake true of true. processes so correct, correct, yeah. I'm stuck with that you know that's what bugs me the most
0: agree
1: see for a non tech person mm. it probably doesn't matter yeah it doesn't but matter but like yeah. once you're into tech, tech. They, yeah. you know it, it sucks to have a lower processing capacity yeah.
0: agreed. agreed even
1: though I totally admit I have a MacBook Air okay I used it for Swift coding and I still have it and I have to say my Windows laptop that's two months old is actually slower Mm -hmm. than my Mac which is three years old. I don't know how they do it. I I think it's all the software, man. It's all the software. The OS is so light and, you know, it still runs efficiently. It never hangs, bro. Yeah. And MacBook Air is the least powerful in the Mac lineup. Exactly. In terms of specs. Yeah. And if that can do that well, I wonder what the highest-end MacBook Pro can do. Mm -hmm, The one with the touchpad and all that. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. And I hope they replace it, man bit shitty, you know, the, <laughs> the keyboard's really messed up, like, I'm not, I'm not going to say, I'm, I'm going to be very critical about Apple when it comes to Macs, because, yeah, really shitty, yeah, I feel like um, they could have done a much better job, but, um, they and have don't been... you
1: think it's high time for uh, them to redesign the
0: iMac, oh, yeah, for sure, um, I'm actually waiting for them to come up with the Mac Pro, um, even though we saw how it's going to look like, it's still the not released, grater. yeah, the cheese <laughs> grater, and um, for me, I, I just want to know how good it is, and I want them to revamp the iMac. Mm-hmm. Actually, I actually want them to bring a ARM-powered uh, Mac.
1: That would be great. That would be. And I cool.
0: feel this is my speculation. I feel like they took out the 12-inch because they want to experiment ARM on it.
1: Probably. Right. I, mean, I would go with that. Exactly. Yeah. Like. I would if, go with that. Just imagine
0: if they created a 13x bionic chip mm-hmm. with uh, Mac OS, mm-hmm. and um, don't you think that would actually kill the way Mac operates?
1: For me, what bugs me the most is Mac has its own user base. Okay, mm-hmm. so if you take m- the dominant Mac user base, mm-hmm. it's mostly music producers yeah. and you know video editors, yeah. and it's more like the media laptop.
0: Like you know? our dear friend Pushkar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's like the media go to laptop. Okay, uh-huh. so for them, I think that would be more ideal. You know, you mm-hmm. know, pro- better processing. Mm-hmm. But I would love. The Mac or the Mac Pro Mm -hmm. to have more graphic potential. Uh, You know the world is moving on a different scale when it comes to graphical computing. You know we are working on AI and AI needs a lot of graphical computing. So by the way, that's that's that's
0: the dig on our startup, by the way. But uh, you know more. (laughs) That's for later.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So more graphical power would totally change the way how a Mac works. That's what I
0: feel. And and for the um, Surface Book. 3, right? This is something underrated. So, coming back to the Surface, they r- they launched another laptop, which is Surface Book 3, mm-hmm. and this time around, they actually launched it with two screen sizes. One is a 13.5, and the other one's 15-inch. But the 15-inch uses a, Ryden, a Ryzen, or Ryzen? An Ryzen. Ryzen, Ryzen,
1: yeah.
0: And that's weird, because they, are, they usually, you know, put in Intel, and they call it a day, but this time around, they have moved to AMD, so... What do you think about that? Like, do you think... Um,
1: you know, I'm an NVIDIA guy. Kay. Okay. So, it's <laughs> like how you're an Apple guy. I'm an NVIDIA guy. I okay. believe in NVIDIA more than AMD.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Like, you know, in a lot of aspects uh-huh. and, you know, uh-huh. in a lot of areas, uh-huh. AMD is better. In terms uh-huh. of, you know, cheap uh, graphic uh, computation, uh-huh. AMD does a way better job. Okay. Uh-huh. The uh-huh. AMD 720s, uh-huh. uh, the basic graphic cards, uh-huh. you know, like the entry-level graphic cards okay. for PCs, uh-huh. AMD does a better job than NVIDIA. Uh-huh but once you leave the basic and Correct. you enter the mid segment or the high end segment
0: okay
1: AMD just cannot catch up with <laughs> NVIDIA that's the truth <laughs> because okay. their scalability is on a different scale man and the KUDA mm-hmm. cluster the way they utilize the mm-hmm. uh, graphical potential mm-hmm. AMD cannot catch up with that that's the sad part
0: yeah
1: and mm-hmm. they might name their uh, graphic cards be cool Ryzen you know Ryzen X series they have weird yeah, names yeah. and super cool names you yeah know. Okay. but you know, NVIDIA has a more, you know, normal name and yeah, naming X GTX and time. RTX There are yeah. only two series okay. And they'll be like 2070, <laughs> simple as that yeah. So, if you look at from that point of view mm-hmm. I'm an NVIDIA fanboy And mm-hmm. I will never go for AMD yeah.
0: On any of my devices like, For me, honest. I feel like um, I'm not really into those kind of graphic cards and stuff But I feel like NVIDIA does a better job Like mm-hmm. I've tested out PCs Correct. And uh, for example, I tried playing GTA 5 On mm-hmm. uh, NVIDIA based PC And it was pretty good. It was really good. And um, I I tried on a Ryzen or something. It was, no, I mean I didn't felt so. Oh, you know this is like, as good as Nvidia. Correct. And stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to what um, Microsoft is gonna do with AMD's partnership now, and uh, especially when they have thrown out (laughs) Intel. Intel out of this uh, whole thing. Um. But uh, I, I guess the whole dual screen idea was actually conceptualized by, in you know, Intel. Mm-hmm. So do you think Intel should actually also make a commercial product like what Surface Duo and Neo are?
1: But uh, if you ask me, uh, I think they are better off, you know, sticking to their processes. Because I'm... I'm really not sure how their user interface mm-hmm. is going to come up or yeah. how their device is going to come up. Mm-hmm. At least Microsoft has this uh, 5 to 10 years experience. Mm-hmm. If you ask me, with their mm-hmm. consumer products, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. they know what's, not, what's wrong and what's correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they learn from their mistakes. They evolved from their mistakes. Correct, correct, yeah. So if you ask me, Intel should you know, stick with the computing power. They okay. set the benchmark in, you know, in terms of computing. You mm-hmm. Know. Mm-hmm. Intel, I think they should stick with that more than you know focusing on creating their own device and that's what they've been doing you know they've been launching the i9 now so they are working more on the processing side which is a good part you know it's better to leave the hardware to an experienced company you know than to create it yourself
0: see all right Uh, yep that's that's a good one um okay so let's take a step back from all this surface and stuff and uh let's talk about um facebook they have some weird people Mm -hmm. um um, his um, Mark Zuckerberg did a Q&A, and uh, he did it so nicely that uh, <laughs> it got leaked. So um, he was talking about uh, how uh, if Elizabeth Warren or uh, any presidential candidate was to win, and if they were to tell that, hey, Facebook, break up, that he would go to the math and fight. Mm-hmm. What do you think, you know, when, when, let's just say our own startup becomes as big as Facebook, I and really someone comes... And, and someone comes and says hey uh, it's time to break up tula mm-hmm. um how do you face that like what, what, what would you do
1: you know the first uh, thing is See, Facebook did a lot of good things and a lot of bad things, mm-hmm. okay? So, as we all know, they were never neutral, you know? Yeah. They always had their goods and bads. Yeah, agreed. But, yeah. you know, in the recent times, mm-hmm. I feel that, you know, people have only been talking about the bad things about Facebook, Okay. You know? okay. They changed the way how people communicated, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's There is. They are creating a mm-hmm. new era of people mm-hmm. who don't believe in personal talking, but oh, they yeah, believe on sure. Facebook talking. Yeah, about, yeah. Like, all the 2005 and 2006 kids, okay, Agreed. you know, the 2K kids mm-hmm. born after like a certain period, mm-hmm. they totally rely on Instagram, Facebook and WhatsApp. Okay? Yeah, and and that's a huge cluster of what a known social media is. Exactly. So you just cannot, you know, break it up and say, you know, you guys are done. You just have to pack up and go back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know there have been privacy issues, mm-hmm. which is a black mark from the Facebook side. Yeah. Definitely. It's, yeah. I'm not going to support that. Mm-hmm. But what I feel is that You know, they have not been given enough chance.
0: I see. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, for me, um, my take is, ever since that whole Cambridge Analytica scandal, um, Mm -hmm. I've become very critical about Facebook, because because I used to be so into Facebook products, Instagram, WhatsApp, and all that, right? And um, it was just an eye-opener when that whole scandal blew up, and I realized, holy crap, I've given so much data to Facebook, Mm -hmm. right? And... um, For me, I feel like you don't have to break up the company, but um, you've just got to regulate it properly. And uh, this is something that most of the executives have been chanting. They've been saying, no, you know, better regulation is a much better thing to do than to break up the company, which actually I would side with Facebook for this Mm. because I feel like, um, yeah, you became big and you became big not because you wanted to be big. It was just that people got interested and you guys joined. Now, just because, you know, you did one mistake and everyone wants to cut you off. Correct.
1: That's not the right way.
0: That's definitely not the right way. And, um, um, yeah, you shouldn't be breaking up big tech because all this evolution that has happened, unfortunately, has happened because of big tech. Correct. So, um, if you're going to go around and say that, uh, let's break up Google, let's break up Apple, let's break up Facebook, um, it doesn't make sense, um. You know, you talk about economic growth, you talk about all that stuff, and that only happens because these tools that these companies provide, and um, and if you don't want that to happen, then go ahead, break it up.
1: And one more thing is, you know, there have been, like, a major part of, you know, collecting data of people, mm-hmm. and in some cases that have actually helped, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. It's not always... You should not always look at a particular thing always from the negative point of view. So mm-hmm. there have been positives with data collection. Mm-hmm. There have been better, you know... A- everything the market yeah. has become better for everyone yeah absolutely you know yeah. so it doesn't make sense to you know go to all the giant companies mm-hmm. and just say they're yeah. not doing fire trade so we're gonna shut you up so just imagine America without Apple uh, they are s- gonna would be bonkers yeah that that would like, you have been in America so yeah. most of you know Apple's environment yeah. is in Amer- based on America yeah, and a lot of Asian countries yeah. take Singapore for example.
0: Yeah. A lot people of people are dying own for the iPhone, iPhone. 11. Yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. So you just cannot shut a company down like that. You know, yeah. that's not how it works. Yeah. A lot of people are going to be devastated.
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: It's not an easy job to, you know, just say, you know, you're screwed. Just shut down your company and get lost. <laughs> no. That's not, that's <laughs> not going to happen. Agreed,
0: agreed, yeah. Um, yeah, this is something that uh people don't understand. They, they say that, oh, we're not saying should break it up. We're saying it's antitrust issues. But um, you got to understand that actually uh, by collecting data and stuff, they've actually built some great tools. Um, one of the great tools that Facebook launched, I think, a couple of years ago was, was uh, are you safe? That um Correct, that the feature. SOS app. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was built into Facebook. So like, if um, any major um, you know, disaster happened, the good thing about Facebook was, because it knows your location, it will send you a prompt saying, are right. you safe? And and it would you know, blast it all to your friends, like, hey, this guy's safe. So yeah. I feel like, um, sure, data collection is there. But um, it's actually been quite um, beneficial to the users themselves.
1: Yeah, but it's not always unicorns and daisies with these people. Yeah, so, correct. you know, they have their problems, mm-hmm, you know. It, whatever good things they've done, you mm-hmm. know, they still shouldn't listen to a conversation. You know, there are a lot of privacy Yeah, yeah issues, absolutely, okay. yeah. So what I feel is, you know, they should regulate their policies. Mm-hmm. You know. the, they need to work on their policies again. Mm-hmm. And the answers Facebook has been giving to the Congress and all the uh, government, uh, you know, officials, they're really vague. They don't explain anything. They don't do jack shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they're not in a proper light, if you ask me. Yep. So they need to actually work down
0: mm-hmm.
1: with their, you know, the product, what they're doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they should come up with something proper. You yeah. know, this totally. is not... They cannot bluff around with their policies. Yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. something... That's our privacy. So they need yeah. to be very serious about it.
0: Yeah. And then this year's effort was more like, oh, we are going to be private. Um, but so far... The only thing that I've seen about them going private was on... Um, there was this new app that they launched from Instagram. It's called Threats. So it's basically a Snapchat clone. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> with your, all your close friends. Correct. And I was just wondering, like, why? Like.
1: <laughs> it doesn't make sense.
0: Um, to me, I mean, I only use that app because, you know, my close friends are replying. But other than that, uh, I don't see a point of me using that app.
1: And like, there's one more problem with these people, you know? Mm-hmm. Facebook generally has the tendency, you know, to be the monopoly of an industry. You know? Oh, yeah. Social media. Sure, see, yeah. you know, WhatsApp was overtaking their messengers. Yeah. They immediately bought WhatsApp. Yeah. And Instagram mm-hmm. was stealing their Facebook oh, stories. Yeah, yeah. They immediately bought WhatsApp. They Instagram. wanted to buy
0: Snapchat. Yeah, but... The, but, but, but
1: that's a different right? story. Yeah, that's for thing some other day.
0: I, I have to say, Evan Spiegel did a great job, said, no,
1: get out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah see, because... But I f- totally feel that, you know, Snapchat's... Uh, mm-hmm. Lifetime is almost there. You know, it's, it's, it's I, I use
0: Snapchat on a daily basis, bro. So I got to say... Uh, no,
1: so do I. Both of us uh, have a yeah. <laughs> So that's a different story. Uh-huh. But if you ask me, uh, I would say that, you know, the number of users on Instagram uh-huh. versus the number of users oh, for on sure. Snapchat, for sure. uh, it's, it's a constant, you know, Agreed. Yeah. It's a, it's a constant fight. So
0: yeah.
1: I don't think Snapchat is going to last for very long.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, that's a good prediction.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not... I don't want Snapchat to, in, uh, you know, disappear. Okay. But I personally feel that, you know, uh-huh. it's it's getting old now, you know. Okay. You see, nobody wants to look at the ghost anymore. <laughs> People are moving on. You <laughs> know, even Instagram went from the TV icon... What is that? The small camera icon... From you the know, icon, camera Yeah, from the Polaroid camera to, to the camera. some modern Polaroid now. I'm yeah, like, exactly. What are you exactly. doing, bro? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know... <laughs> So did you see the recent Snapchat update? You know, they just thickened the ghost's border. Yeah, because... And they call that an update. Yeah,
0: because that's basically like our dear friend Pushkar saying that um, (laughs) (laughs) this is our new logo by creating his own icon.
1: Correct, yeah. So, you know, they need to be a bit more serious. You know, they need to, you know, show some more creative Mm -hmm. things. Because Mm -hmm. there are a lot of filter apps in the market. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Snapchat isn't the only one. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. There's one app in, I think, South Korea, which is very famous, called Snow. Snow, yeah, and um, that's been that's another one.
1: And um, as far as AR and uh, whatever these mm-hmm. uh, face masking these people mm-hmm. have been doing, there's mm-hmm. this great app out from the Chinese. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that is doing miracles, brother. That, oh, that yeah. has a lot of downloads. If you see, yeah. half of China has that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so compared to that, Snapchats, you know, AR and VR capabilities, it's not. Oh, much. But
0: so like I was um actually um I was watching a TechCrunch video in early in this morning, mm-hmm. and um Evan Spiegel was actually. Uh, Guest in that um, tech lounge, and he said that um, AR is not gonna be fully ready until mm-hmm. like ten years.
1: Yeah, I would I would totally agree to it. It's still on the beginning stage. Yeah. But at least I'm happy that it's happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. this is a great time to start mm-hmm. for AR and VR. Yeah. If you ta- okay, for example, let me give you an example. What was VR ten or five years back, according to you? For VR was, in two thousand fifteen. Oh my
0: God, that was like putting that. Um, the HTC Vive. That that yeah, and um that Oculus gear, Ridge. that gear. Yeah, oh gear. my God, that was <laughs> such a ridiculous thing.
1: Exactly. <laughs> now your phone is almost VR capable. Yeah.
0: yeah, and I like it how Apple has emphasized a lot on AR, right? Like, like okay, fine. Speaking, not just Apple. No, no, I'm I'm just okay, fine. Maybe my fanboy is speaking, but <laughs> um, like okay, recently when they launched the iPhone 11, right? Mm-hmm. And um, when you go to their website and you want to see the phone, it's not just images now. You could literally, um. Uh, you can literally just um, take the phone like in an AR form, mm-hmm. and you can place it anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I took a shot, and then I sent it to my friends. Correct, correct. And they thought I. Really- As you probably realized, um, we had to cut in short for our recording because we ran out of time, and um, there's a lot to talk actually, and it will be continued um, from episode two onwards. Um, There will be a name change for this podcast um, to my startup's podcast name, um, Tula. So it will be called Tula's Tech Talk. And um, the reason is because I'm going to be doing these conversations more with uh, my two co-founders, one more predominantly, Abhishek, and the other being Pushkar, who will star guest whenever I meet him. So for now, um, please enjoy uh, whatever I've done. And um, I apologize for the mic quality. Um, I believe there's quite a bit of static noise and stuff. Um, It will get better um, from maybe next episode or episode 3. I'm trying to figure it out. And that's about it, guys. Um, Thank you.